privilege for me to be up here and um, be able to preach to you guys. What we're preaching on today, uh, the theme of our semester this year for the campus ministry is everything. All right. So that's what our sermon is going to be about. Everything. All right. And um, my point is going to be God is everything. And then Michael's going to come up and preach. Uh, since God is everything, we give everything to God. That's we got two points for you today. Right. We're going to turn to Revelation one, verse eight. Revelation 1, verse 8, this is God saying, I am the Alpha and the Omega, says the Lord God, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. Let's turn to Revelation 22, verse 13. Jesus steps in here and he says, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. These are two very bold statements, right? To say I'm the beginning and the end. I was always there, I'm still here, and I'm always gonna be here, right? If this is true, then what is my reaction? Because when I personalize this, I think of what my reaction should be. The Bible isn't just something that I'm supposed to read or think of as a good story, or oh, this is cool, you know, war, slavery, ah. You know, like, it's, that's not what the Bible is for. The Bible, which is God's word, it requires a response from everyone who reads it. Not just people who are Christians, not just everyone, anybody. Whenever you read it, God requires a response from you. God says that he's the beginning and the end. So he's always been there, still here, always will be here. My life should reflect my response to that. Either I'm going to, either I'm going to be, all right. Because of that, I'm going to live like my life shows that God is everything or it doesn't really mean anything to me. It doesn't really have any weight in my life. So I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to change. Right. So I can't really begin to fully wrap my head around God is everything like I tried my best to. But even after writing this sermon and reading these scriptures, I was like, I still can't fully grasp that. And I probably won't ever fully grasp it until I get to heaven at the end of my life. Um, but to, th- to think, like, think of the weight of those words. God always was there before the creation of Earth, before the creation of me, before the creation of you guys, before the creation of Adam. God was there, right? God is still here. So even after all this time has passed, God who created everything is still here with us today. And then, even after we're long gone and we're dust, and even a thousand years, two thousand years, God's gonna be here. You can't even put a date on it. He's gonna be here forever, right? Just to really think about that, the timeless God that he is. He really is, he's created everything. He's always been there. Everything happens because God allows it to happen, right? So when we read here that Jesus, God and Jesus both say they're the beginning and the end. Jesus says, I'm the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, beginning and the end. When I'm thinking about this, I'm like, all right, when Jesus comes back, is he going to be a great time and I'm going to be happy and I'm going to be rejoicing or I'm going to be terrified and I'm going to be full of regret and I'll be like, oh, my God. Like, it's, I, you know, I don't believe in saying, oh, my God, to 
regular things, but in that situation, I would allow it. Oh my God, what have I done? At that point, it's gonna be too late. So just think about it, like even just saying that now, I got, I got some chills, you know? But I believe through following Christ, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make it, so I'm good. <laughs> so, it's either gonna be a time of rejoicing for those who have put their faith in him and allowed Jesus to change their life, or a time of desperate pain and regret for those who refuse to believe and follow him. For myself, when I personalize this again, uh, the decision I have to make is whether or not I'm going to keep putting my faith in Christ. Because even though I've made that decision, like Jesus is Lord, and I've been baptized and I've received the Holy Spirit, there's a constant decision that I have to make. That I'm going to continue to put my faith in Jesus every day, knowing that God will give me everything I need for my life. So those who believe in Christ can have hope because God is in control of our past, our present, and our future. So, if God is everything, shouldn't he get the best of what we have to offer right now? That means, I know when I was, before I got baptized, I used to say this thing, my cousin Andrew Mann, who's a disciple, he's over in Central now, living his best life. Um, he used to be, Nick, when are you going to study the Bible? Man, I want to study when I'm older. You know, after I've, I've done everything I want to do and... You know, I'm married, kids, I got everything I want to do, you know, maybe like 60, 70. And he was like, it was like, it doesn't work that way. I was like, it, it does, trust me, trust me. I didn't know what I was saying at the time. When you read the scripture, that, that nullifies it, right? So if that's true, God deserves to get the best that we have to offer right now. Michael's gonna come up now and share about how we can give everything we have to God. Amen? Amen. Set my timer here. I have 15 minutes. I'm gonna do my best to keep that. You're good. You know, you, I could talk a lot about all those stuff. You know what I'm saying? Which is actually a good thing. You know, amen to all that. But when you start talking, and one point leads to another, leads to another, leads to another. Next thing you know, I'm up here for like 45 minutes. So, yeah, I know you guys want to go home and like take a nap or something, right? I feel you. I feel you. So, you know, Nick just finished talking about the fact that, you know, God is everything, right? And so the second part to that of, of what we're doing here for our campus ministry is if God is everything, then we should give out everything to God, right? So with that, let's start off in uh, Romans 12, verses 1 to 2, right? I should be there already. Romans 12 verses 1 to 2 and before I read it I just want to you know if you see the title there it says you know a living sacrifice and so if we're going to give out everything to God then we should be giving our life to God right and by giving our life to God we're sacrificing our life from the world and we're giving it to God right God owns our life now so we have sacrificed our life to God and here in Romans it says therefore I urge you brothers and sisters in view of God's mercy to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your time and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Yes. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is good, pleasing, and perfect will. Yes. 
All right. And so what my part was mainly going to be about was if we're going to give everything, you know, to God, the thing that we should give specifically is our time, you know. And when I was when I was writing this, you know, I was going to come up here originally and, you know, kind of be like, uh, you know, talk about all the things that we have harder here, you know, in the 21st century. Right. We live in we live in New York. Right. So you have to work two jobs just to keep your head above water. Right. You got to go to school. You got kids football practice and this one, you know, wants green and this one wants red. And, you know, everything's hectic. How can you possibly find time, you know, to do anything in 2018? And I was going to compare that to, you know, the uh, our former Christians and talk about, you know, how had they had things easier, you know, and I had trouble. Why? Because I started making my list, <laughs> you know. And the list stops like after like one or two points, you know what I'm saying? And then I go over to their list, persecution, like quite literally, you know, we're, we're, we're here in a school, you know, and we're allowed to be here. I mean, we have to pay for it, but you know, we're allowed to be here, you know what I'm saying? Without being judged, without being, you know, I, I have to remind you guys of a couple of years ago, these people in Egypt, you know, they're worshiping and, and just get blown up. You know, we, for the most part, don't really have to worry about that, okay? So they were persecuted, they were chased down, they were killed, you know what I'm saying? They fought and died for what they believed in, you know what I'm saying? And so for us, you know, when it comes to giving our time, I'm, I'm thinking to myself and I'm like, what about all the things that we have today that allow us to have more time? You know, we have cars, we have phones and we have, you know, TV and everything is everything is at our fingertips now. And so we don't have to try as hard to get information or get to places. You know what I'm saying? We have the Bible right here in 10 different languages. You know what I'm saying? I recently learned that there's like a Jamaican version of the Bible. I, I, oh, man. It's fantastic. I don't, I don't understand what the guy is saying or what, what the words are, but it's, it's, it's there if you're interested. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, in, in all seriousness, though, there's so many things that we have that allow us to, 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 uh, 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 how, how do you say, have more time. You know, if, if you even think about, like, the life expectancy today, right? I mean, it's, it's got to be at least doubled, right? Back then, you were lucky if you lived to be, like, 35, 40 years old. You know what I'm saying? And that's a real thing. You either die from diseases or somebody cuts you down. You know, and today, you know, I have a friend of mine whose mom celebrated like 65 years. You know what I'm saying? I wish I could see 65 years. You know what I'm saying? But it's all about how you use your time when you have it. Yeah. You know, and so one scripture that I wanted to also read was, you know, Ephesians 5, verse 16. Come on. If you don't Come mind. On. I hope I'm making sense to all of you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hearing myself talk, but I don't know if I'm making sense. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, be careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Right? And so, what I really wanted to talk about there was, you know, Osirena shared, you know, when she was up here a little bit earlier that she was in her car and she was praying to God and she couldn't help but just be happy and be glad that she had this day. Right. And I'm thinking to myself and I'm like, you're absolutely right. You have you're absolutely right for feeling that way. Why? Because the time that we have is a blessing. You know, it's a gift from God given to us because Jesus died on the cross. We're here because Jesus died for us. He died for us so that we can have this opportunity here. You know what I'm saying? Have this day, have this moment. And if he died for us to have this moment, the best thing that we can do is make the most of that moment. 
You know what I'm saying? Make the most of this, of this opportunity because time is a finite resource, right? It's a finite resource given to us by God. It's a gift from God, right? And all gifts shouldn't be taken for granted, right? I'm gonna give you an example of uh, uh, somebody who doesn't, you know, if you may, like, you know, use their time wisely. I was in my class earlier this week, right? My geology class, and the class starts at 12 o'clock and it ends at 1.10. Right? And there was this girl, she comes in at 105. You know, at that point, why, why even bother coming to class? You know? And so the teacher tells her, she's like, why are you, you know, the class ends in 10 minutes, why are you even here? And so she sits down, and as she's sitting down, the teacher's like, all right, anybody have any questions? And you know, that was the end of class. And, she, and I remember walking past her, and she's sitting there, she's frustrated at herself, you know what I'm saying? And I couldn't help but just, you know, kind of laugh at her in my head. But like, you know, I'm looking at her, and I'm like, you clearly didn't use your time wisely. You know what I'm saying? Like, class is over in five minutes. Why are you, why are you this late, you know? And I'll give you an example of somebody who, you know, does know how to use their time wisely. You know, uh, I don't know if you guys know, but I'm studying with Logan, right? And one thing that I really appreciate about Logan is that he is completely willing to do almost anything, right? I remember a couple of weeks ago, um, so we have, we, it, it was supposed to be men's midweek, right? And uh, so it's, I get out of work at seven o'clock and I remember, oh my goodness, I gotta text Logan, I gotta ask Logan if he wants to come to, to midweek, right? And it's like 7.05 and I'm like, if I ask him now, he's not gonna wanna come at 7.30. I'm like, yo Logan, do you, you know, I ask him anyway, I'm like, yo Logan, do you wanna come? And he's like, yeah, sure, I'll come up. All right, I'm like, all right, cool, I'll be at your house in 15 minutes. And sure enough, he was ready, you know what I'm saying? And then we find out we don't, we don't have midweek that week, you know, and so he asked me, he's like, so what you gonna do now? And I'm like, oh, well, I'm gonna go home. And he's like, you want to have a study instead? And I'm like, can't really say no to that. You know what I'm saying? I, I've been at work all day. I wanted to go home and just sleep, but you know, I can't, I can't deny that. You know what I'm saying? I, I got to use my time wisely because he's clearly looking to use his time wisely, you know? And so I just want to encourage you with all of that. Like, you know, we, we have time and you know, we go about our days and you know, we might not feel it or realize it, but uh, truth is, you know, it, it can happen any minute here. I'm saying there's no, oh yeah, he's definitely gonna die at 65 or she's gonna you know, pass away at 70. Like you don't know when it's gonna happen, you know what I'm saying? So make the most of your time now because it's truly all you have, you know? Jesus asks us to, to pick up our cross daily and like that's, that's what I think about, you know what I'm saying? A day-to-day -day thing, because that's, that's what we can control, right? What can you do today? Amen. Wow, wow. You know, at the beginning, Daniel prayed for God, for us to open our hearts that we could be different going out than coming in. You know, I think about just the worship team and how they gave their heart in worship. That softened my heart. That made me think about the one I'm singing to and not about everything else. And I want to thank all of the people in the worship team for that. You know, I'm going out different because of that. I think so much of just the communion service there and, and uh, what John shared in the beginning of the service, but then Osarena and Ricky and what they shared about the love of God. And sometimes it's something I hear but I don't just stop and say, that's really true. That is, it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks about me. You know what? 
it doesn't matter sometimes what I think about me. I need to match that to what God thinks about me. And thank you guys so much for doing that for me and bringing that and helping me remember that. Uh, Nick, the uh, view of God I have, my life's going to demonstrate that. He is the Alpha and the Omega. He is everything. And thank you for hammering that home. And thank you for reminding me that when Jesus comes again, we are going to party. It is a time to look forward to, and that's just because of his grace, his grace in us. And then Michael, thank you for the practicality. Let's give God our everything. Okay, well, and we start, the, and then time. Wow, isn't that one of our most precious commodities? But it's something we all have. We all have 168 hours in a week. It's what we do with that that makes the difference. And thank you for challenging me because I'm just thinking, okay, Lord, I want the time I give you to be something that accomplishes your will. So um, I don't know about anyone else. I'm leaving a different person than when I came this morning, but I'm sure there are a lot of others of us doing it as well. Please, afterwards, when we close, come up, encourage these people, let them know specifically what this meant to you. That really helps when you hear that, okay? So let's all stand, singers, let's come. And uh, how about leading us in a closing prayer? We'll sing a closing song, and afterwards you can start making your way back. Uh, take your time making your way back, okay? We don't need to be back there until 1230 and pick up your children, okay? Amen. We're going to sing No Harm. Okay. We're going to pray first, actually. That's a good idea. Sorry about that. No harm in praying. Let's pray. Uh, God, thank you so much. I am so encouraged by this service. I'm just in so encouraged how, so, how as everyone was engaged. Everyone was really inspi inspiring to me, God. It was really inspiring to hear Nick and Michael preach. God, it was just amazing uh, just to, to, to hear their conviction, just to, just to see how the church is growing and how, you know, as we, as we uh, move on in time, you know, this precious commodity, it's really amazing to see that, you know, we've got another generation that, is, that has the conviction, that has the, the strength, that has the purpose. Uh, God, that, that, that you're all about. God, we love you so much, and we just want to go forth this week and just um, use this time of inspiration to really, uh, to really bring it into our daily lives and the people that we affect day to day, God. Uh, God, we, and we just pray that you bring them home uh, to be able to experience it as well. God, we pray this in the name of your Son. Amen. Amen. Okay. Oh, I, don't know. I need to clap. I'm going to sit right under the blood. I'm going to sit right under the blood. I'm going to sit right under the blood. Hallelujah. And